Hey, what's going on good people? This is Coach Donald here with GHP, and I hope you're having a good day. It's Friday for me today. I'm feeling pretty well. It's been a busier Friday than usual. Like sometimes on Friday, I do like a lot of personal running around. Today, not so much the case. I had like a million meetings today. And my nephew has been hanging out with me today, and he's complaining that I'm like starving him. Because we haven't, he came to go to the track workout today at like 7. And then we actually went to the bakery. We went to Five Points, shout out to them, after we did some recording at one of our members' houses. And that was at like 10 a.m. And it's the afternoon here. It's almost the evening. So I got to take this young man to go get some food. But nonetheless, it's been a good day. But if you ask my distance kids, have they had a good day? I hope so, but the start of the day was pretty rough because we did some 600s in. Well, if you like to do 600s, you are a beast of a person. Some of them, they come to practice in the morning and they're like, Coach Donald, please tell me we don't have 600s today. Or, oh, what's the workout today? Sure hope it ain't 600s or anything along those lines. But it's necessary. It's one of those necessary evils in life. And, you know, interval runs like that are one of those types of training that just never gets easier like that quote they say it doesn't get easier you just get stronger while it doesn't apply to everything it certainly applies to this type of training and so what I want to hit you with today I want to talk about the main adaptations to endurance training so a lot of runners you know especially like high schoolers middle schoolers they just go out and they do the workouts which you should just do this. Just go run. But there are some very specific adaptations, and what adaptations you're looking for should drive your training and what you're doing. So we're going to cover five of the main adaptations that you get from endurance training, okay? So let's hop right on in with number one. Number one is when you're doing endurance training, and this also does apply to overall fitness training, like when you think about just getting in shape, right? is having a stronger heart. Now, the reason that's important is your heart, as you know, gushes and pumps blood throughout your body. That blood carries oxygen. The stronger your heart is, they have a, a number called the stroke volume. And that number is based on how much blood can get pumped throughout your body in the course of a minute. And that plays a big role in how much oxygen your muscles are going to receive. So what happens when you're doing the endurance training is your heart keeps pumping blood. Your heart rate goes up, so it's doing a lot of work to deliver that blood out to your body. And the adaptation of that is that muscle actually uh, gets bigger, so your heart grows to get stronger. Number two is you get more blood vessels. So... You heard of arteries and you've heard of veins, and if you remember bio class, you heard of capillaries. Now, capillaries are a type of blood vessel that are actually microscopic. They are inside of all the tissues of your body. But when we talk about muscles, that is where the arteries and veins meet. So the oxygen in your blood goes through your arteries, and when it gets to the muscle, it actually diffuses out in the capillaries as well as the carbon dioxide that your body produces as waste gets uh, absorbed into the capillaries, into the veins to get transported out. Now, the reason that's important is 
Well, if you're doing endurance training, you're doing aerobic work, and your body needs oxygen to do aerobic work. The more capillaries that you have in your muscles, then the more oxygen that you can have delivered so that you can keep training and, and being able to actually not hit that wall and being able to keep pushing through. So those capillaries play a big role as well as with being able to deliver you sugar energy, being able to deliver you, you know, the things that you need to produce energy, as well as being able to clear the waste. So your muscles are almost like cars and they produce waste products that have to get taken out. And so having a lot of capillaries gives you a lot more blood flow to be able to bring you the nutrients and the oxygen and be able to take out the waste. Number three, you get more mitochondria. Now, if you remember bio class, mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. And I really wonder if every textbook in America says that because like that line just flows with it. Mitochondria, the powerhouse of the cell. And that's not for, uh, you know, not for bad reason. So the mitochondria um, is where a lot of the, the big power of the aerobic process works. Think of it like an engine in a car. And so what happens is your body takes sugar to make energy out of it, to allow you to keep running. That sugar gets broken down into this process called glycolysis, which is um, then taken into the mitochondria to this other process, what uses oxygen to create like eightfold more energy. Um, don't quote me on the eightfold part, but it creates a lot more energy through that process to allow you to keep going. And now this is what happens, like as you listen to this podcast, you're probably not sprinting or you're probably not playing basketball at a very high intensity pace. So right now, your body's actually producing energy aerobically. And in that aerobic process, this is what's going on. It only doesn't do that primarily when you're doing really explosive work. Your body prefers to do this because it's, uh, you can produce a lot of energy this way. You just can't do it as fast. So you get more of these mitochondria. And the reason that's important is the more oxygen you're bringing in, then the more you can actually break down the sugar to get more of the energy called ATP out of it. And so that allows you to actually be able to put more uh, work into the run. So this is actually, when we talk about interval training and doing those 600s, this is one of the major adaptations that happen that allow you to run at a faster pace. The more mitochondria you have in your muscle cells, the faster the pace you can run. And while the increased heart rate, I mean, sorry, the increased strength of the heart and the increased blood capillaries are a big part of doing your long, slow distance training, this adaptation is very big on um, happening by way of interval training and doing repeats types of sprints. So number four, the next adaptation that's important is the load capacity of your tendons increasing. Now, your tendons are, you know, these pieces of tissue that attach your muscle to the bone. If you've actually seen these in person, if you eat any meat um, on chicken, it's that tougher part at the end of the meat, okay? Now, your tendons have what we call a load-bearing capacity, and that is how much stress it can take before something bad happens, like a tear. I liken this to a dump truck. 
you're, you have a certain size dump truck right now as it stands. The more you train, the bigger that dump truck gets. So when it comes to endurance training, the more you put on your easy, slow miles, the bigger that dump truck gets. The more you do your strength training and your eccentric work, that makes your dump truck bigger. The reason that's important is doing a high volume of running in a short period of time, doing very intense, fast running, puts dirt in the dump truck. The more dirt you get in the dump truck, the more it gets full, right? When you put too much dirt in the dump truck, well, the dump truck breaks. And same thing happens with your muscles. You put too much load or stress on those tendons, then something tears. Now, that happens when you think about explosive high-powered sports. When you land from, you know, doing a layup in basketball and you land too hard in the wrong way, you've just driven the load up so much that it tore. Um, Sometimes, you know, twisting pressures can do that as well. But putting on a lot of fast, hard miles will also do the same thing. Fast miles build up the actual dirt in there. And so you need enough of those nice, easy miles to be able to get the load-bearing capacity up, as well as doing your strength training. And that's important to allow you to handle more training. The bigger that dump truck is, then the more training you can handle. Now, coming down the pike here, this last part is very important. And number five, lactate clearance. No, this is not how much milk you can clear. This is about being able to, again, push that pace. Now, you've probably heard of lactic acid, the cruel, and evil thing that happens to runners when you run a little too fast, a little too long. It creeps up in there and shuts you down. This is the insurmountable wall, the wall of lactic acid. Now, what is lactic acid? It's actually, it is an actual compound, but it actually does not occur in human muscles. You have a rise in lactate, and you have a rise in acidity with a bunch of spare hydrogen molecules, which hydrogen molecules literally are what make acid acid. You put certain types of compounds, and you put hydrogen on them, and it makes it an acid. We're not going to get into bio class right now, or chemistry class, but those two, that one element doesn't happen, but it's easier to just call it lactic acid because they happen in tandem with each other. Now, when you are going through breaking down the sugar in the muscles, one of the main byproducts of that is lactate, which your body actually turns into more energy later. But what goes down is when you're doing that, you get this big rise and this acid, and your muscles start to seize up, and they're like, oh my god, bro, like, I don't think I can keep going. And when you push it too hard, you like, will shut down because your body cannot function in that kind of an environment. So when you're training... Your body, actually, when you're working out in the first place, your body takes its own um, baking soda and it pours it on the muscle, pours the baking soda on there to buffer it out, right? You remember those experiments. But when you train, especially from like interval training, again, those 600s that my runners so dearly hate, when you train, your body increases its ability to put more baking soda on the muscle. 
and it allows you to uh, handle more lactic uh, and more acidity so that you can actually push your pace. And that's one of the big adaptations that happen. So those are the five things that happen from endurance training. You get a stronger heart that allows you to put more blood, pump more blood through the body and get your muscles more oxygen. You get more blood capillaries, which allow you to actually get more oxygen into the muscles and clear out more of those exhausts that come from training. You also get more mitochondria, which allow you to produce more energy from the sugar and oxygen you're using in the first place. So big efficiency plus, right? You get more tendon load bearing capacity, which allows you to handle more miles faster. And then you get a better ability to clear the lactic out of there and clear the acid out, which allows you to be able to run at a higher speed for, uh, you know, for a longer, for a bigger time. Or in order to get the same level of burn, you actually have to run faster, which technically gives you more endurance. So those are five things. Hopefully you got a little note of that. And when you think about your training, that's what you're looking to improve. And that's what it means to be able to be a more formidable distance runner. So this is Friday and tonight I'm actually planning one of my own Friday night runs. And last Friday I did a five mile interval run and it, it like sucked. It felt great for the first three miles, but bro, the last two miles, those was really the last mile I was gonna die. So first I did a little warm up, I warm up maybe three quarters of a mile, and then one mile hard. At for me, one mile hard, I was right about six thirty pace, and then I backed off about seven thirty. It was like eight minutes actually. Backed off, and then went back up. No, my first one was at six sixteen. My second one was about six thirty, and well, my third mile was about six thirty, and then I like cruised at like eight thirty for the fourth one, and then I did the fifth one. It was slightly uphill coming through Pittsburgh infamous, uh, not infamous, it's famous, Frick Park. And I'm running up and it's like, it's a steep incline for like the last half a mile. And yeah, I about died. It was really hard. I was actually really sore. The next day we did a group run and I did like six and a half the next day and I suffered. It, it, it hurt. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's necessary and it's what we need. So I, as of the time you're hearing this, well, the time I'm shooting this, I'm still trying to come up with a name for this. I wanted to do the Runner's High podcast, but, well, it's, it's already taken. Like, you know, it was the, one of the first, like, maybe the first three ideas I had. So, of course, somebody else had this idea already. And I'm trying to think of a new one. And this is going to be more general about training. And we'll do some interviews. So, yeah, if you have some ideas, shoot them in the comments. But otherwise, subscribe, share with a runner that you know who asks why are we doing this workout all the time, or with a parent that wants to know what, why their kids are doing what they're doing, or with a coach who's new who wants to know, you know why they're doing these workouts that they're just doing, but they're not overly certain why they're doing them. So um, I hope you have a great day. Have some good time running. Share, subscribe, like it, and I will be back with you soon. Also, shout out to my guy, uh, Tavon Parker. So I got this nice little bucket hat right here. And when I was like in high school and in college, I didn't really get into the bucket hats. I got into this as an adult. So you know about the infamous track coach straw hats, right? 
And so I used to have a couple straw hats. So I had a little collection almost, a little, working on a collection. But now I got like my own branded bucket cap. So shout out to my guy, uh, Tavon Parker, Parkour Athletic Apparel. I'll link them down there if you want to grab one of these GHP bucket hats. Um, it's pretty much my new daily attire now. So uh, definitely check it out. But otherwise, happy training. Have a good time. It's uh, Friday evening, so it's time to finish out the rest of the night and get ready for this evening run. So peace out.